welcome back to Fantasy Football Breakdown, episode 169, the real 169, like it or to the not. Free for all Friday edition. You know how we're coming at you. We are coming hard and fast with Free for All Friday this week. Uh, let's do this. It, it's never the same talking to you folks on my own. It's a little different. Uh, I might start doing shit like calling you folks and shit. So with that said, we should probably jump right into this. Um, so some recent graduates. Uh, McCall Hardman is off the list. Actually, he's only at 50%, though. Rashad Penny's down a little bit at 50%. He is, has not made it on the free-for-all Friday show, but he is dropping off a cliff um on the borderline i don't know if I, I like that i don't like seeing it like i would rather own rashad penny than adrian peterson quite frankly um no other notable graduates of the free for all friday list but nevertheless probably some guys that should be coming off of it pretty soon so let's jump right into this i i know you folks want to hear this so starting at number one for free for all friday Corey Davis, 45% owned. I know it's not beautiful. He and A.J. Brown are probably going to go back and forth a little bit. A.J. Brown, as beautiful as it seemed, I mean, he just doesn't get the work out there. It seems like still Corey Davis is the number one target. A.J. Brown just does a lot better with his. Um, A.J. Brown will be mentioned as well. Or we can just talk about him now. 20% owned A.J. Brown. Corey Davis, 45%. Both these guys, I think, are guys you could sort of stash, but I totally get it at this point. There's probably guys I'd rather take a flyer on this list that are even a little bit further down. Even like looking at my list a little ahead now, Deontay Johnson, 28% owned. I would rather own Deontay Johnson, and I'd feel more comfortable starting him for his floor over A.J. Brown or Corey Davis. So I guess I'm kind of off Davis, especially in redraft, but... For those of you tuning in for your first time, Free For All Friday is a list of players that we want you to go out and get, or I want you to go out and get. Two Drink probably doesn't agree on all of these guys, but he knows what we're doing here. And we want you to try to go out and get them before the waiver hits for free, without that pricey waiver claim, when you can just go and get them right now. Um, So next on the list, I have Jameson Crowder, 42% owned. Sam Darnold is going to give you back. Chris Herndon, actually the next guy on the list, and you guys know I've been touting a lot, finally came up to 36%, but he is out for another week to two. So we're going to have to be a little bit more patient on that. I'm still very optimistic. I apologize for the wait and see, but in the meantime, Jameson Crowder, he's he's going to be around. Sam Darnold's coming back. We saw Crowder get 23 targets week one. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but I, I've tried to acquire Crowder on a couple teams in trades um, in a redraft format. I'm definitely interested at this price. I think you could do a lot worse. I would drop Corey Davis for Crowder just to see what's going to happen. Um, I already mentioned Chris Herndon. You know how I feel about that. He's back from suspension now, but he does have that injury, so we'll have to watch that. Next on the list, possibly my favorite guy on the list this week at 35% own, Chase Edmonds. Um, DJ uh, David Johnson, sorry, getting all that work. And I guess we can call him DJ, but whatever. Um, David Johnson, the David Johnson. Um, getting a ton of work. Looks like we're going to see Chase Edmonds a little bit more, whether or not David Johnson is in the game. If David Johnson, for some reason, is not, Chase Edmonds is is looking like he can be a, I don't want to see a, say a workhorse, but I think he can be adamant for the year. 
35% owned. I think you should get him in your lineup. David Johnson owners should already have him. So David Johnson is probably that weird 90%, 99% ownership, which means that Chase Edmonds should probably be that weird 99% ownership. I mean, you should really consider owning Chase Edmonds if you own David Johnson. Next on the list, 34% owned Malcolm Brown. It's looking like Gurley could miss a week. We all know how disappointed I am about that. I do not have Daryl Henderson on this list. I think that Malcolm Brown is still the play if Gurley is out. That's the way I want to direct you. If you're if you're feeling Henderson, I, I totally understand. But that is not the direction I want to steer you. Um, next on the list, Deontay Johnson, 28% owned. I already mentioned him a little bit. I, I would take him over any wide receiver I've mentioned on the list so far. Um, I'm looking down at my list, probably over any wide receiver on the list. I think that Deontay Johnson should be closer to the 60 to 70% ownership at this part point. I think he should be owned more than James Washington. James Washington isn't even eligible for this show because he's higher than 50%. So at this point, like, I guess I'm eating crow, but in redraft formats and maybe dynasty, I, I want Deontay Johnson over... Over James Washington, man. I guess we're going to have to play a little wait and see. I'm, I'm interested in both players. Don't get me wrong. But I am putting Johnson above, as hard as that is. So next on the list, Alexander Madison, 23% owned. He, It's time you pick him up. Dalvin owners, same with somebody else on the list, only 1% owned. But same thing, I'm just going to have to break this up right now. Raquel Armstead. Should be looked at similar to Madison. I know he's not getting the play that Madison is. He doesn't hold that standalone value. But I'm guessing unless you're pretty slim on bye weeks, you're not starting Madison anyway. So you can kiss that standalone value in the ass and do whatever you want with it. But I'm telling you, Reichel Armstead and Alexander Madison should both be owned from Dalvin Cook owners, Fournette owners, and the rest of your league. Like these are players that we know have a lengthy hinge his injury history. Um, there's no reason that Rykel Armstead should be one percent owned with Fournette's history. I mean, if Fournette goes down, it's about that time. I mean, I think he's even got a pretty tough matchup this week. You never would know what's going to happen, but pick up Rykel Armstead. Nice stash. You do not want to pay for these players if. If they should get hurt. I mean, even if you do it last minute before the games start, just so you're protecting your assets. I mean, that's what this is about sometimes, too, is protecting your assets, staying ahead of everybody. Next on the list, 20% owned, 21% owned is Geis. I know full well that two drink will not endorse this, but I'm saying to go get Darius Geis and slap him on your IR. Maybe you've got AJ Green. AJ Green's going to be back probably next week or two. Maybe pick up somebody like Geis and flip him into that IR spot. And, you know, maybe somebody like Nikhil Harry, 6% on. Maybe you grab him, put A.J. Green into your on your bench, and put Nikhil Harry on the IR just to play the wait and see on it. Totally free. Stay ahead of your league mates on this. Just like I've been saying about Herndon, who now he's starting to pick up some steam again. Like, we're playing some wait and see. I get it. Totally sucks. But... These are the plays you want to be making. We're not even totally halfway through the season yet. And these are the moves you want to do to stay ahead of your league and to get ready for playoffs. You want to start doing that now. Just screw the rest of your league. Edo Smith, 20% owned. I mean, at this point, folks, 
I will take Ito Smith over Geis in a redraft format completely. Honestly, I know it's only a 1% difference here, but um, Ito Smith, I think, should be owned just as well as a lot of the players have talked about, just as the handcuffs, and those are important pieces. A.J. Brown, 20%. already talked about him. Above A.J. Brown, above Corey Davis, um, above every wide receiver I've talked about, except for Deontay Johnson, I want to look at Preston Williams, only 17% owned. I know it's ugly because of Rosen, everything we hear in the news, but Preston Williams is on pace to be one of the best, most consistent, best, take the best right out of there, but one of the most consistent rookie wide receivers so far, only 17% owned. He's putting up numbers very comparable. I've said this before to DK Metcalf, who I cannot squeeze onto the list for the life of me because of his ownership. But yet Preston Williams is being completely ignored and you probably have a higher floor with Preston Williams right now than you do DK Metcalf, as odd as that sounds. I'm not advocating to make a trade, like to trade DK or to drop DK for Preston Williams, but I'm saying this ownership is absolutely disgraceful. We should do better as a fantasy community to endorse these kind of players and what they're actually doing. Noah Fant, 19% owned. I think you could do worse at the tight end position given the injuries that have already occurred and bye weeks um, coming through those. So I'd pick up Noah Fant as he keeps picking up a little little bit more steam. Um, even if it's just get, to get you ready for a bye week. I don't have to play him this week. I'm in a situation I just dropped um, David Njoku. I don't know why I owned him. And I picked up Noah Fant. Um, the reason for me is I own TJ Hawkinson. And while I'm hoping he plays, we all saw the last play he had and how he left the game. And I know he had the bye week to mend up a little bit, but still I'm a little skeptical, skeptical, pardon me. And I'm thinking worst case, I'm going to start Noah Fant. I didn't have a backup tight end and he seemed like the best one out there that I liked to play this week. So maybe you're in a similar situation. I would check out Noah Fant. Don't be scared. Kenny Stills, 14%. I don't know, guys. Like, I know we all just saw that huge Will Fuller game. A lot of people know how I feel, whether you like it or not. Stills wasn't there. I think at some point, Stills is still back. and going to steal a little thunder from the Will Fuller. And I'm, I'm still very interested in him, especially if he suits up. Um, he's far down on this list. And, I mean, honestly, I'm looking at guys coming up next, and I'll still take a couple of them over him. But Stills is somebody in deeper leagues that if he's sitting around, I think he's worth stashing again just to see what's going to happen. Um, Nikhil Harry, I already talked about, kind of in reference to A.J. Green and Geis and those injured guys that you can stuff on your IR just to wait and see. John Hillman, um, I don't know if you guys listen to Rookie Fever. This is who Two Drink took for to get him into the top 12 rookies this year. I think it was an excellent call. Um, I think that you should listen to Rookie Fever, take Two Drink's advice on it, and I really think that you can flex John Hillman this week. Only 13% owned. So uh, that one, eh, now that I think about it, it's too late. But I'm recording this on Thursday here at Friday. Nevertheless, um, silly you for not knowing to do that. So John Hillman, only 13% owned. If you have a starting running back out, you, you should definitely look that direction. I guess lesson learned for all of us, even me, for throwing this out there that late. My bad. Um, same with the next guy on the list. If Two Drink was here, he would be eating me alive. Darius Slayton, 3% owned. Um, somebody that maybe next week I don't think will be here either. We'll probably have him on the list. Keyshawn Johnson, 2% owned. You can go get him right now. 
He's playing Atlanta this week. It's a great matchup. Obviously, the biggest benefactor will be Fitzgerald. We know Christian Kirk's been a little bit beat up. I think that Keyshawn Johnson has a great matchup this week, and you he will be in the top 12. <sighs> Fanero took it from me this week, but this is a great matchup for Keyshawn Johnson, and I'd love to see his ownership go from the 2% to at least the 20% range. That's asking a lot. I get how this works, but 2% is super low. Blake Jarwin, 2% as well. I don't like him as much as Keyshawn, but I think he could do worse. I don't believe in Jason Witten to be there all year. Jason Witten, or excuse me, Blake Jarwin finished the season last year, as you've all heard me say, a top five tight end through week 13 through 17. So I think better days are ahead. Benny Snell, 2%. Sounds like Jalen Samuel could miss some time. So if anything happens with James Conner, it's the Benny Snell show. And you will hear a big Snell yeah all over the place. Nevertheless, he's he's uh, the next guy in line. Even with Connor there, he could get some play this week. Last guy I had on my list was Rykel Armstead. I already talked about him a little bit. We will say thanks for tuning in. I'm going to get you to the part you've all been waiting for, the song at the end of the show. I am at DFF underscore swag. Be sure to follow at FL2DrinkMinimum at FF underscore breakdown. You know what? Follow at Superflexible, at Superflexible Trades, at Rookie Fever, all of that stuff. Like, we are out there trying to help you get to the playoffs and win these championships. This week, we are leaving with a Portugal man. Feel it still.